Hello, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, uh, teenagers, and whoever else is listening. <laughs> um, you know, mature audiences. They were just putting that out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can't really hide nothing from anybody nowadays. Man. Accessibility is just what it is now. Um, welcome back to another episode of Cross Talk with the Paintings. I'm Mr. Pinkney. Yeah, we are on a roll. Yeah. Um, be honest, this was wife's idea. Uh, we just did an episode, what, last week? Yeah, last Sunday. And uh, as far as our, us not promising y'all consistent or, what would you say, a timely uh, broadcast or episode release, we kind of been on that. This is working out great. I like not having <laughs> pressure. I ain't never felt pressure, to be honest with you. Yeah, but what do you say, ma'am? Um, today, we're going to be uh, getting a little more transparent, uh, maybe vulnerable. I know my wife's going to be a little more uh, transparent than me. Not that I'm not going to at all, but like the, 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 that, the direction of this here topic was uh, drawn by my wife. Based on the discussion we had yesterday, which was totally random, by can, the way. Can I, can I throw this in there, by the way? So, I think the last episode we talked about, like, organic conversation. Yeah. And we were reading a book together that yes. kind of spurred the conversation. Um, so, it was random, but I think it was still us doing an activity together that kind of, like... I don't know, brought the subject up. I just want to put a plug in here. New podcast, In the Basement with Tim Ross. If you need a good, raw, godly podcast with, like, phenomenal content, he's your man. He is your man. Like, he... I think there's only been four or five episodes. Every single one have blessed me in different ways. Like... It is just incredible. I like to toot my own horn here because I don't get this 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 um opportunity often. Uh, <laughs> put that plug in, baby. My wife does not <laughs> put a lot of faith in any of my suggestions, right? No, no, like, no, 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 no. If, it's not that I don't put faith in them. They just usually require a lot of time. <laughs> whatever, man. This is the same woman that will binge friends. For the second time. This Okay, so, uh, you know, I was just like, hey, baby, I saw a podcast today, and it was like the amazing hour and a half. It was just like an hour and a half, and I was just like, I roll. Like, what do you, why are you making it seem like that's just like a year? Like, I don't know. But anyway, she finally looked at it with me, because I wanted to watch it again, personally, the first episode we watched. And then, yeah. That's that the 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 end result of that is the plug she just gave y'all. And we we we're watching like every episode together now. Like we keep checking to see when they drop new episodes. You're like, oh, that new episode dropped. Know I, what we doing tonight? I got the notification because I guess he drops all at the same time because the audio version hit my phone. That's how I found out at work. Because I had been checking, but I hadn't seen the new. Yeah, episode. when I was okay. at work early this morning, it was just like another episode. We all have shame, and I was like, oh snap! So it must be on YouTube. So yeah, so. But yeah, uh, Tim Ross, The Basement is an amazing podcast. It's great. Um, it is just great. Yeah, for sure. But anywho, off that plug and back to our original 
conversation. Yeah, we're going to be uh, talking about... Uh, Marriage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this probably, you're probably going to get a lot of content of that this, this time around because of what we're reading. And, you know, like... Like I said, most of our conversations are organic. And we don't like to just be like, well, it's been a while, so we need to make another one. Like, it just, Mm-mm. it's spur of the moment. Like, if we feel like it's an edifying conversation that many others can be blessed off of, we're going to, like, just turn the mm-hmm. microphone and talk about it. And I think you can only speak organically about either things that you've been through or seasons that you're in. Like, you're not going to find us doing a podcast episode on parenting. Yeah, because we, we do not have children, children. No. and I am not speaking into that. Nope. Yeah. I ain't got no experience there. So I can't help you with your parenting skills. Yeah, I can't either. I, <laughs> I can tell you, I was raised in quote unquote what I would do, but even then, it's not really good to say I would have done this if you've never been in the position to have to do it on your own. So, yeah, but marriage and things. So, we're going to talk about. Some pitfalls during like hard times or rough patches in your marriage is like over the last year. I would just say over the last few months, I've I've seen marriages just fall apart out of nowhere. Um, some uh, um, some people I know on social media is just like yo, last names are changing, and I'm I'm lost. I'm not the type to pry though, like. If you find me a person that you confide in, cool. But I'm not the type of person that's going to actually come to you and be like, yeah, what's going on? I don't like getting in people's business. You know what I'm saying? Personally, I would be more than happy to be a voice of comfort, understanding, and reason and all the extra stuff. But I feel like bring that to me if you feel led to. You know, discern who you, you know, tell your business. You know what I'm saying? That's where man painting differ differ yeah Yeah. like he's not lying when we say we are literally the exact opposite because i i I can appreciate that approach of you know somebody coming to you with your stuff i would just straight up ask somebody but then cliff it with you don't have to share if you don't want to it's no pressure i'm just seeing something feels off and Mm. i'm just asking you are you good is there something you need to share (laughs) oh yeah it's It's just opposite it's a difference I'm not saying I'm not going to like, I'm like, yo, I've been seeing some things. You straight. Even if I may have a clue of what you may be talking about or what you, what the post or whatever originally brought me to you to make that statement. I may know, but I don't just like to assume. I'd rather you just tell me the truth. Facts. So. Facts. Yeah. Facts, facts. Oh, oh, all right. So um, there might be a lot of plugs in this one too. If you are, and this is just side topic. If you are wondering about somebody's well-being or questioning some decisions that they've made or just concerned, don't ask everybody else around that person what's going on. Please go to that person directly. Yeah. There are just so many situations of assumptions being made without any clarity and truth being brought into the forefront. Um, and that's that's really a pet peeve of mine. Like, And I've had to correct my own self with that. Sometimes it's easier to ask people uh, that are around, I don't know, let's just say if I was not Eric's wife, but 
I knew Eric and some of his friends, it would it would feel more comfortable to ask Eric's friends what's going on with him instead of asking Eric directly because you don't know what's going on there. Um, but I can tell you from my perspective, I would much prefer for somebody to come and ask me questions about what's going on with me because who better can answer that than me? Yeah. Also, assumptions without clarity and stuff like that and going to ring around the rosy in a sense... That could lead to gossip, potentially. Very true. So, and Very I true. think that's one of the underrated sins that uh, that isn't talked about, I would say, enough. Yeah. Because I don't understand people like to, but for those who like to, uh, for those who may have, like, spicy mouths or spicy language or whatever, in church people be like, yo, you need to clean up your mouth. You know, salt water cannot come from a, you know, a fresh spring and vice versa, but... I know people, plenty of people that got clean mouths, but their mouths is just as dirty with gossip about everybody and the businesses than stuff like that. So how clean is your mouth if you're worried about what everybody else got going on? Boy, side, drop so. some, some truth bombs in here. It is what it is. Who, I did, mean, who did that hurt? I mean, it is what it is. Like the spicy language users. Um, I have been that person many times, especially at work because I deal with metal and things that hurt. So a lot of my expressions are kind of spicy, but that's just one of my flaws. Pray for me. But um, yeah, that's just I just want to put that caveat in there. But perfect segue, perfect segue um, into like this is just there. There's never any script here, people. So we're just going off the fly here. But circling back around to marriage and conversations. how I, I wish I could get an audience right now. Like, mm. who knows that marriage is not perfect? For real, for real. Can I get a witness? <laughs> so the ideal marriage that I had in my mind when I was a child, it's not the reality of marriage. Yeah. And in some ways, it's better. In some ways, it's like, oh, dang, somebody lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> um. In the area of um, marriage, like, there can be... You, you're going to disagree with your spouse. But do we disagree? A lot. Yeah. We disagree. We do. Yeah. Um, and sometimes things can hurt your feelings. You can see a side of your spouse that you didn't think you would ever see. Um, in fact, when Eric and I were on vacation back in June... We were walking along the beach, and we had a conversation. Like, we don't steer away from hard conversations. Sometimes we have to get our thoughts together so we can be respectful towards each other when we're having these difficult conversations, but we want to have them. Absolutely. Um, I think sometimes one of the flaws or one of the opportunities you can miss in marriage is actually doing the hard conversation to actually dig into the layers of your marriage and see what's there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have a tendency to be so superficial that we just we want to feel like everything is okay when there's an undercurrent that's stirring underneath and you never dig down deep enough to really have that hard conversation. So some of the conversation we had on the beach was what? You don't have to remind me about that. <laughs> Was there ever a time in our marriage, and we've only been married for five years, has there ever been a time in our marriage when you thought, crap, what have I gotten myself into? Oh, yeah, of course. Has there ever been times when 
you know, you felt like maybe I'm, I'm maybe I married the wrong person. No. Interesting conversation, y'all, because some people ain't ready for the for the answers that come out. I'm gonna be completely honest here. Um, I don't know if I've told the world or whoever listened to this that I struggle with pornography, lust, uh, low self esteem from a young age. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I'm gonna keep it real. All the worst, the worst, the times I have the worst thoughts. And it's going to sound extremely shallow, but I'm just going to be honest. The times I had the absolute worst thoughts about the current state of my marriage is when I'm on is I'm in a sex drought. I when I haven't had sex for like uh Don't you be lying over there. No, I'm I'm, I'm just a substantial about the length amount of your drought. Uh, a substantial <laughs> amount of time. Like then I'm just like my brain just goes everywhere, and sometimes I even the whole spirit to check me, be like, "You just saying this because you're just you're you're horny, bro. Like you're not really <laughs> everybody. Because if, if you look at everything else in your marriage, bro, it's it's pretty excellent, not perfect, but excellent. Like let's be honest. You but know, sexual you're... frustration is a real thing. Yeah, and for men, um, I I can only speak from a man's perspective because I am that. Um, that's. That's a very strong battle where there needs to be some temperance, some temperance, self-control, discipline, all that good stuff. You need to have all your boundaries up. You got um, everything in place. Like, you just need to guard yourself out here. I mean, there's no really other way I can say it that makes it sound so grandesque. You need to have your guard up, man, because let's say you and your wife have a spat during your... Um, you little <laughs> sexually frustrated moment time season. frame of abstinence you know um, and let's just say you just been and you just pissed off and you just come across let's say you got a female co-worker and something like that and let her have the same stuff happen in her relationship and then y'all just get to start venting about it and one thing leads to another if you don't put yourself in check for real I would hope anybody who has a vessel that the Holy Spirit resides in, everything's going ding, 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 ding. Get get out of there. Run. You know, flee sexual temptation, all that good stuff. Cause... Let's pause right there. Okay. Let's pause right there. Um, because I think that's a real life scenario for okay. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you can speak from the male perspective. I can speak from the female perspective. Um, frustrations in marriage happen it's not if they're gonna happen when when yes they are going to happen um and that's why i say open communication and having hard conversations in your marriage now yeah it has to happen y'all or there can be a rift there can be a divide there can be a a just a really troublesome distance in your marriage where it's a perfect opportunity for things to happen that you're not expecting you're not looking for um we're, we're going to circle back around to the conversations that you have with other people when your spouse is not around because we want to hit on that mm-hmm. but let me just hit on this um this is a this is a part that's it's requiring transparency from me that is hard. Like I'm, I'm literally starting to sweat right now. 
because <laughs> mm. I know what I'm fixing to say. And um, um, the only thing I can say is I know I have been able to grow and have more sympathy um, with other people because people were brave enough to be transparent with their struggles and their past and their things that they've done. Um, so I'm sharing some things in my past. Um, Eric is actually not my first marriage. I was married previously. Um, and that marriage ended. Um, I kind of did the opposite of, um, you know, people say you sow your wild oats when you're a teenager and stuff. No, <laughs> no, no. I, um, I, I married the first time at 19 and was divorced um, by the time that I was mm, 23, 24. I can't remember. Somewhere in there, 23, 24. Um, and then I sowed my wild oats. <laughs> I kind of had the opposite happen. Um, but in this time of, you know, a broken marriage, people are broken, y'all, for different reasons, different circumstances. But in the midst of a broken marriage, I was raised in a Christian home and divorce was an absolute no-no. So that was a, a, sh- a badge of shame that I wore. I felt very ashamed of that and um, felt like I had failed in so many ways. Um, so in the middle of the brokenness, of the shame, of searching for love, you know, the song, looking for love in all the wrong places. That was Holly. That was my theme song, looking for love in all the wrong places. And um, in the middle of sowing these wild oats, um, I became involved um, in an extramarital affair. So I was separated at the time on my way to divorce, and this person was still in a marriage. And um, nothing wrong that I can think of with the marriage. I think there was just some misunderstanding and um, some conversations that were not being had to guard said marriage. Now, this was this was not a Christian marriage. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, this person was not in a Christian biblical marriage. Didn't make it right, regardless. But I can tell you from not a person in a marriage having an extramarital affair, but being a woman who is a mistress, it's the worst feeling ever. Ever like I've I've talked in detail with my husband about this. Like Eric knows. Yeah, I knew this before I married her, so I, I trust me everything. Yeah, there was. I, mm-hmm. And in fact, some of the stuff from my past I brought up intentionally to try to scare him away. <laughs> I just I didn't want no more shallowness. Like these are all the skeletons. This is all of my baggage. You have to understand all of me, and I'm gonna give you the absolute worst version. And I pray that it scares you off because I can't handle somebody who can't handle my stuff. It, it, it is what it is. Um, thank goodness that is all under the blood. I am no longer that person. I no longer desire those things. Um, and I'm going to take a clip from Tim Ross. Not but, but and I am also aware that I have to watch for my triggers. I have to make sure that I'm being an open and uh, honest communication with my spouse. Absolutely. Because I don't, I don't leave anything to chance or leave any kind of a space for the enemy to come in and start wreaking havoc in something that God has brought together. Um, so just speaking from a mistress standpoint, um, zero out of ten would not recommend. <laughs> the grass is not greener 
on the other side. Because a lot of times when you're at odds with your marriage, with your spouse, you have this vision in your head of who you think the ideal spouse is and how this ideal said person can meet your needs. You're putting heavy expectations on a flawed human being. And sometimes you got to actually check that thought in detail. Like, where are these ideas of my perfect spouse coming from? Uh, where, like, And that's with any aspect of your marriage that I guess you haven't communicated what what, a, what your spouse lacks or isn't doing. If you haven't communicated it and what you're trying to communicate that you want them to change, you have to understand, you have to ask yourself, where am I getting that idea from? Because mm-hmm. a lot of men that I've just spoken to that, I mean, obviously we deal with the world. We talk about uh, sex and, and, and stuff like that, especially men. It's one of their favorite subjects. And sometimes I'm like, yo, none of this stuff, none of these things are like healthy expectations of a woman. Like, Y'all watch too much porn, bro. Like, I like this isn't... None of that is realistic, bro. Like, and it, it sets the expectations higher than what anybody could ever... Yeah, like, you gotta reach. understand... Women in the porn industry are like... Most of them are broken. Like, most of them that have escaped that life and have testimonies, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff they've been through. But, like, none of it's realistic. It's, it's insane. Like, all they do is... They're like... That's their life. They have sex. Which is sad. That's, that you can probably have to make a whole nother episode on that. But all they do is get their makeup done, get their bodies done to look good on camera and have sex. That's literally it. They're just, they're being used. They're like toys, objects. And they're, they're not even people anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can't base that. If you truly love your spouse, you can't be like, yeah, I want you to do this. Like I said, you have to understand and check yourself. Be honest with yourself. You don't be, you be a realist with two people guiding yourself because you can't lie to either one. Where is this expectation of the perfect spouse or what I want them to change coming from? If it is not of God, you need to delete it and start over. Yeah, you need to chase down some roots. Chase down some of those roots. Absolutely. Um, when you're in the thick of things like that, your marriage feels like it's falling all apart, and then you're entangled in sin let's just call it what it is you're entangled in something that you should not be a part of um it it is absolutely true that um in fact it's how someone described it it is like being on a drug where you know you should not be partaking but at the same breath you feel like you just need another hit like literally, that is sometimes the feeling that you can get when you're involved in sin, specifically in um, in an affair, in an adulterous affair. Mm-hmm. Um, I am ever so thankful that God was able to pull me out of that. It's like He was able to lift mm-hmm. the the fog of being in the middle of that because emotions are just they're just so confused and warped and torn and it it's like it literally is like walking in a fog and you just you just want to find the way you just want to find the way but it just feels like you are so lost that you're just you're never going to be able to get back on solid ground again um but i i don't know why (laughs) god was able to reach down in that situation and give me the courage to be able to step away 
And to be able to say at the same time, I think you need to work on your marriage. I think you need to work on reconnecting with your wife. I think you need to work on trying to preserve that mm. family unit. Um, so coming coming now into um, marriage, that's what I want. I don't want to ever have my husband be put in that situation where he is we're we're so disconnected and so um just at the point where we're not communicating with each other that then he is put in a situation where he's tempted to break our marriage covenant absolutely you know it, it people can put fault on a on a, a man or a woman or the the husband or say you know it was the temptress it was the <laughs> other woman that just came on strong to him and he just couldn't um break away from it blah 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 blah, blah. y'all just that's that's another episode that's another episode of um <laughs> women being flagged as bringing things on themselves or being the one who initiates things sometimes but not always i can tell you that because we're broken people mm-hmm. um but I want to make sure that my communication with my spouse and about my spouse is always kept in a um, respectful, holy sense because marriage is something that is so precious, especially a godly marriage. Let me put it that way. Yeah. A godly marriage is something that is so precious and should be protected at all cost. Um the the conversation that you have with other people um, about your marriage, especially if you're in a season where you and your spouse are at odds or 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 angry or whatever, guard your words, mm-hmm. guard your words, and you be extremely careful who you're talking to about your marriage. And I, I'll be honest, there shouldn't be a time. When you're degrading your spouse, as of that, I don't, I don't think there's any reasoning, situation, or circumstance where abusing your spouse privately with somebody else verbally is acceptable. Like it's, you shouldn't be saying things about your spouse that you wouldn't say to them in person. Yeah, and honestly, that that's what hard conversations are. Mm-hmm. Is being able to say things that are hard, but if you don't do that, then it can cause issues later. Yeah. Getting out um, things that you're un- you're unhappy about, things that like you need to you need to learn your spouse inside and out. Mm-hmm. Like, stop trying to hide some of the things that are deep down on the inside. Like, talk about the things that are hard. Talk about the struggles. I've talked with my husband about my struggles, mm-hmm. about times when. Um, I have felt emotions or things that just weren't right. And I was just like, I I need to talk with you about this. Like, I'm not trying to hide anything from you. Um, Because if you start hiding things, then it just becomes easier to just keep covering them up. And then all of a sudden, bam, something blows up. And you're like, where in the world did this come from? Yeah, your spouse shouldn't be a mystery, bro. No. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's... I think people just undermine, like, you getting married, bro, it's just like, that's the person you're choosing to spend the rest of your life with, intentionally, mm, right, I would hope so, right, that's that's the goal, right, okay, mm, just for the person, I was like, am I, yeah, you, sh- you should be, mm, but, um, 
I don't. That should be the last person that's hard to communicate with. You're gonna be living with this person forever. Yeah. Like, like it's your it's quote unquote your best friend. People love to say that. You talk to your best friend about everything. But are mm. they? You my best friend. Oh no! Why? Well, mm. well, that, that's my <laughs> that's my question. Do you realize some people will get into marriage? I don't. Guilty, guilty. My first marriage, my spouse was not my, my best friend. No, I mean I can be honest with that. That that and that's on me for not taking the time to develop that to be able to you know work out to have those hard conversations. Hard conversations were not had uh, until it was <laughs> over. Then that's when hard conversations happen, you know. Mm. Um, but I would I would charge you first and foremost make sure you're friends with your spouse before you even marry that person do you like that person or are you just ready to get into bed with them yeah like any relationship that has really started on just passion that passion gonna burn out it just is (laughs) that little high of something new and all of the feelings of love and passion and burning and all of that stuff, that eventually fades. And what you're left with is just a person. Do you like that person? Is that person your friend? Because I can tell you right now, Eric was one of the first guys that I had a friendship with of the opposite sex who had no other ulterior motive other than just strictly having a godly friendship. Yeah, man. I, I've just never been the type to use anybody. And I was a virgin, too. But let's put that out there. Anybody, just in case anybody missed the, the any of the previous ones where I may have said that. Mm, like, I never... Just my upbringing and... I've... I was like... I wasn't the perfect kid, because trust me, I can tell you about the darkness in my life, too. Um, but, like, as far as the um, the American dream for a good kid from parents, how was that? Their program worked? The drug abuse resistance? <laughs> education, I'd never, I haven't smoked any. I haven't done anything. The only thing I've ever smoked in life is hookah. Ever. No, like, I haven't. Like, all that worked. The sex talks worked. Like, I just, I was just like, nah, people get pregnant. And we broke. So I can't I can't do it, man. So like especially after coming to Christ and just really breaking down some uh worldly thought on mindsets and all that stuff, a lot of it that obviously just got deleted. You know, you renew your mind through the Bible. So I wasn't gonna use I wasn't just gonna be the guy who wasn't using women outside of Christ to being a Christian using women in. Like that doesn't make any sense. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Like he he was an anomaly to me. I had never met anybody like him, and I was dead sure when I first met him he had about two or three illegitimate. Everybody children. said that about me, and I it's just, true, y'all. I I totally mm. just him like boy. I, mm, I bet you got some skeletons. I don't have <laughs> any illegitimate children anywhere? Anybody saying so is lying. Cause that means learn know who your spouse is before you married him. Uh, I mean, you know. Like, I just that was just never my plan. She was just she was just fun. She was dealing with a lot of stuff I didn't know about. Obviously, to well, later in our friendship, which was more transparent after getting comfortable with me. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't looking. I wasn't even looking for a relationship for real. I was just oh she cool. She she know Christ too. All right, cool. We can hang. And then it just evolved later, most and foremost then. But yeah, I, 
Oh, it's pretty regular. I don't really have any of those. Yeah. So recapping. Protect your marriage. Yeah, man. That's this can be a series for real. But I mean, yeah, seriously, people like just because you are a Christian and we are under God's grace and all of his amazing qualities, that doesn't mean you're just safe. And free from any kind of attack, right? I've been seeing a lot of Christian marriages just falter lately, and it's mm-hmm. some I couldn't believe it. Like I was just like, "There's no way they're not," because you know, like I will say, the ones that I've seen split, they didn't say nothing. You just notice a last name change, no bad words, no bad things said about the other. It just happens, and it's just like, "Yo, what happened?" But you're not safe, man. Like, mm-hmm. man, you mm-hmm. need to communicate. Your frustrations, whether it be sexual or whatever the thing. Please do. Please do. You have to, man. Because, I mean, because that's not... Whatever whatever unsatisfaction that you have with your spouse that isn't communicated, it doesn't give you an excuse to to be have infidelity in your life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... It doesn't, like... Because you can't... Like, ain't no, ain't no human being psychic yet. I ain't met him. So if you don't tell them, they're not gonna know. This is true, and I mean, you may be afraid of how they're gonna respond, or they're not gonna respond well. You're not gonna know that until you do it. And I can guarantee you, your spouse would rather know than not know. They might need time to process. They mm-hmm. might feel hurt. Um, they might feel angry. Um, that's okay. Let them go through those emotions. I can guarantee you they'd much rather go through those emotions and processing what you're telling them than for you to be able to come to them later and say, uh, I, 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 I cheated on you. And that's... That's a whole, whole other thing. Like, you can nip some of this in the bud if you just have an open, honest conversation about what's going on with you, what are your frustrations are, not attacking your spouse, not saying, well, you know, you ain't fulfilling my needs. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's keep it on yourself. This is how I'm feeling when you do such and such. This is how it makes me feel. Don't start attacking your spouse because that ain't the answer either. Um, but just being able to have conversations that enhance your marriage, that take you through difficult times, that help you grow in your marriage. That's what it's all about. And it ain't always pretty. Yeah. It ain't always pretty. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, people. Uh, grass ain't always greener, my guy. Mm, you know. it, it's brown. Yeah. It is brown. Or the grass could just be fake. You know, it's... True that. They yeah. got that astroturf out there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it. So we wanted to share with y'all today. Uh, I salute my wife because vulnerability and transparency is more of my thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm more mm-hmm. the... I'm not afraid of the skeletons in my closet if they can bless somebody or if they can learn from my mistakes. I'm whatever. not. I was, yeah, I I was very much that. raised in the mentality you hide that stuff. You don't You don't want people to know that stuff. Nah, man. I, that, and I, I'm, I, I wish I wish I could have understood that vulnerability and transparency can actually be uh, a superpower. Yeah, it really It can, can really empower and encourage other people to know, oh, I'm not the only one. Okay, mm-hmm. this I'm not the only one that this has happened to or been through. Like, I, I, there's just so many scenarios that maybe I wouldn't have avoided mm-hmm. um, a divorce. Maybe I wouldn't have avoided 
being in a in an affair maybe i wouldn't have avoided some of the mis- some of the many <laughs> mistakes that i've made but i don't know because somebody wasn't willing to be transparent and vulnerable with me mm. about some of their past you know so i I'm, I'm trying to to stop that i feel like everything has to be hidden that my past is just something that's um, full of shame and guilt and i don't want to have to relive it but if i need to relive it uh, to be able to help somebody else, mm-hmm. absolutely, because my past can't harm me anymore. My past has been forgiven. Like I said, I'm not that person anymore. But if I can walk back to my past and take somebody who's struggling in the present, take them by the hand and lead them through some of the things that I've been through, the mistakes that I've gone through, and can still come out on the other side, a child of God, a blessed woman. Um, a person who grace and mercy has been poured out on time and time and time again. And it's worth it. Absolutely. It's totally worth it. I agree. That's all I got, baby. And I love you. I love you too, love. <laughs> this has been great. It's been a great conversation. More to come. Don't know when. Heck. We're just going to leave it out there. We don't know when we're coming back, yeah, but we'll be a, back. Yeah, that's a fact. So. As usual, I, we appreciate all y'all for listening. Um, I don't really, we don't really care about the analytics. We just hope somebody's being blessed by something that we've just getting off our chest or Amen. just transparency in our lives, probably. Like, because I mean, life doesn't end here. Obviously, if you believe this, this mm-hmm. Christianity, like it, life doesn't end here. So let's just uh, love each other and help each other get through the things that everybody's gonna have some kind of experience in. So. Much love. Peace out from the pinkies. Love bug. I go get a hair did, and uh, yes, I'm just gonna be chilling today. I might, <laughs> I might watch Avengers Endgame or something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, we love y'all. Grace and peace. Bless. <laughs>